Strength Matters Media, video, print, podcasts. Hey, I'm Josh Kennedy. And on today's show, we're answering the question, if you have to choose one, should you sleep or exercise? Welcome to the Fit Over 30 podcast, the podcast for people over 30 who want to lose weight, get stronger and live better. If you're new to the show, we release a new episode every Tuesday. But if you're listening to this and you're not part of the inner circle, you're missing out on some great content. Video courses, books, masterclasses, workouts, private groups and our coveted monthly print magazine. You can discover our very best content and join us at strengthmatters.com forward slash inner circle. Now back to the show. Welcome to the Fit Over 30 podcast, the podcast for people over 30 who want to lose weight, get stronger and live better. Uh, I'm your host, Josh Kennedy, and this is season four, brand new season, episode one. And with me, as always, if you've listened in in the past, is my co-host, James Breeze. If you're new to the podcast, it's great to have you here and I hope you enjoy uh, enjoy the new season. James, how are you doing? Well, this is exciting, isn't it? New sting, new music, new intro. Shame about it's not two new hosts. At the Same, time. People. Same people. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everybody. If you're hoping for new people, I'm afraid it's just me and Josh still. Yeah, if you are new, it's great to have you here. Please don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and review when you get a chance. That's much appreciated. I didn't say that at the start, but I've just said it now. There we go. James, I'm still annoyed about the uh, non-penalty Everton were given. We'll just brush over that quickly. Uh, how about you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm annoyed at Wales losing to England over the weekend and uh, Man United failing to score against Watford. So let's exactly. just leave it there for everybody. There we go. See, I didn't mention England beating Wales at all, did I? Because I was away this weekend, had a lovely time seeing some friends and... I didn't actually watch the England-Wales game at all. Heard that with one. I was like, great, there you go. I didn't actually, I never ruin it in your face, to be fair. I never do, never will, because it always comes back to bite you in the ass when you do that. So I've, I've done it once to you with Everton and we lost 4-0 to Everton. Exactly. Do you remember that day? I remember that day very yeah, clearly. When I, you, I think you text me in the morning or something and gave me some abuse. And I said, be careful, mate. These things come back to bite you. Yeah. And yes, we beat you 4-0 that day. So yeah, Never, never again. Never again. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Anyway, I was just going to say less about football. We should probably talk about the podcast. Yeah, exactly about the podcast. But also for those people listening in, this is exciting. It's a whole new era, a new dawn for Strength Matters, essentially. Because not only are we releasing season four, episode one today, we're releasing our brand new podcast, the Insider Podcast, exclusively for our Inner Circle members. So not only can people get one podcast with our two beautiful voices every week, they're going to get a bigger, deeper dive in our new podcast, which can be found at uh, strengthmatters.com forward slash inner circle if you guys will repeat that at the end i thought you were going to say that till the end you've just gone oh, i'll do about the end i'll do about the end we'll, we will <laughs> we'll repeat that so yeah no, in, but it's, uh, it's... the new shut stop talking <gasps> <over> the, <laughs> the new insider podcast as james said that's for members only go on what were you going to say no as i say it's, it's there's a whole new era on, on content we're trying to create we've been doing this for the website over, over the weekend as well as watching football and rugby like i've been just refinalizing the brand new members site with a whole lot of courses all these sort of things here but it helps with having the full-time Editor, now we've got in Sophia. Like, we've got so many epic things we want to share with you. It's finally coming to fruition with the start of this season. So, yeah, yeah and the, new, the new website's just much better because we had it on a different website. We've migrated it over and it's just, it looks better. It's easier to navigate. So, it should make it um, easier for everyone exactly to get the content they desire. Exactly, in conjunction with the magazine. So anyway, enough about that. You guys can check it out soon enough. We'll talk about it more and we'll talk about what our first episode on the Insider Podcast is all about later on. Uh, indeed, yeah, we're answering the question today. If you have to choose one, should you sleep or exercise? And actually, it's a question we probably get quite a bit 
from our clients, don't we? We said, oh, I didn't, I didn't have much sleep last night. I'm not feeling great. Should I do my training? Should I not do my training? Should I just go for a walk? What do you want to, do you want to start us off? Yep, absolutely. And we're going to start off with, it depends. <laughs> and there's the end of the podcast. Classic. See you next week. End of episode one. <laughs> No, it's, it is it is a one. You can substitute sleep with having a cold as well because like, there's a few clients, Charlie yeah. Nelson, um, shout out to Charlie, who's in the deepest, darkest depths of Norway at the moment. Uh, seeing some epic photos of him in his, in his uh, uniform, put it that way. But he's, he's got a cold at the moment. And the big thing for him as well was like, has he got a cold? Should he exercise? And I'm saying no. <laughs> he shouldn't yeah. have a, he shouldn't exercise during cold. So it's a similar sort of principles here, having a cold or sleeping, but focusing on sleep, it does depend. Now I will I always I always refer back to this is kind of talking about the subject we spoke about beforehand as well. When I used to work with people a lot in person, you could just eyeball somebody when they walked into training and start working with you, and you could see what they were like. Like you could see, like give an example, some days they're bound in like full of the spring, the joys of spring and they come in and we could work out really hard. Other times they come in and they've maybe had a bad, a bad argument with their wife or spouse. Maybe they've had a really stressful day at work or maybe they've had very little sleep because yeah. their kids have been up or screaming or they've been ill all night. So... I used to do like this thing with them where you just go to them, hey guys, how are you feeling today? How, what's your energy levels like? Right between one and 10. Anything less than an eight, you want to dial back the workout of that day. <laughs> so what I'm meaning by that is that if people are really tired and they haven't had much sleep and they're expecting a really hard workout, the last thing you want to do is give them a hard workout on top of the lack of sleep they've had the night before. Well, that's, that's the last thing they need as well, because it's already, the body is already under stress, because it's all about stress. The body doesn't know the difference between lack of sleep stress, work stress, family stress, training stress. Stress is stress. So you're just loading it up and asking for trouble, basically. Exactly. So like it's this is where it ties in. So like you know, some days they may be able to have a couple of nightless, sleepless nights. So if a, imagine there's a notch and a dial, you know, ten being a hard workout, one being sitting down, chilling out, just breathing, right? You want to adjust that dial accordingly based on what. And I'm not saying we'd always go it down to one, not do anything at all. Sometimes you just have to do a nice, easy mobility workout sometimes to help people through. However, there is a it, it does always depend on what one you should do. If you just had one or two sleepless nights, then dial it down a little bit, trying to find the root cause of the problem of your lack of sleep, and we'll try and focus on that. However, if it's a prolonged period of you're not sleeping very well, like I would argue that you shouldn't do any exercise other than Walk. like walking or some gentle mobility. When we've worked with people with insomnia in the past, it's just you've got to downregulate the whole parasympathetic nervous system yeah and really help people get into this so people sometimes think they need a hard workout to help them sleep in fact from experience not a medical doctor however from experience training people they need the complete opposite from what i've seen they need to dial it down dial that stress levels down a bit to allow the body to recuperate and get back to a normal sleeping pattern so it does depend however as a good example Today, for me, example, I haven't slept well the last two nights because there have been people outside my house partying at all hours of the night. It's been a nightmare, absolute nightmare. Were they, were they celebrating England's win? 
So probably, <laughs> probably, even more annoyingly. So I got my goal yesterday morning. Got up, went for went to the gym. Felt great. This morning, though, I woke up with broken sleep last night. Didn't feel good. My voice is a bit croaky this morning too. Yeah. And I've gone. I was, I was meant to go for a run. I've not gone for a run. Instead, I had spent that time in bed to try and recover a little bit. And I might try and ease into a gentle jog later in the day. So it's a fine tune. I'm not saying there's right or wrong answers to this, but you've got to find the right balance. Less is sometimes more. Yeah. But it also depends on how you sleep in general as well. Because if you're a really good sleeper and you have a poor night's sleep, you may be able to, you probably can get away with it and going off and doing your normal training. And it might well help you feel good afterwards and you'll get back to your normal routine. But if you're someone who only gets four or five hours sleep anyway, then sleep is probably your biggest priority to f- fix because studies show seven to nine is what we all need. Seven yep. to nine, good quality hours. So if you're already lacking sleep, then that's what you got to look out first before you bother looking at exercise. It, it is. And for those, particularly those who are looking to lose weight, um, yep. we'll talk about performance in a second as well. For those who are looking to, to lose weight, countless studies are showing that people who are obese and overweight they sleep significantly less than seven hours a night. That is consistent across the board. Mm-hmm. And we all know from you know, our WWS podcast we've done in the past, like lack of sleep impacts your hunger levels. Your yeah. hormo- hormones go all over the place. You know, you don't have a stop button and you're always feeling hungry. Yeah. Like you always want to overeat. I think it's about 800 extra calories a, a day you will consume when you're sleep deprived. In terms of weight loss, I would argue that WWS and the sleep comes first. I don't care what workouts you're doing until we address the basics and fundamentals, which is sleep, which I think is the most important one. No matter what we do, we're going to be fighting with our hands tied behind our back. So that's where I'd say sleep is a priority for weight loss clients who are not gaining their seven to nine hours sleep, that sort of spectrum here. Which is hard, I think. Yeah, no, it is, but then you got, it gets more complex than that because then you've got to start looking at sleep hygiene and, and, and all sorts of things. What are you doing just before you go to bed? Is your room dark enough? What are you doing just before you go into bed? Are you watching iPads or movies or whatever? Because obviously the blue light affects the, mm-hmm. uh, the melatonin levels and it, you can't sleep as well. So you've got to try and switch off at least an hour before you go to bed. That's the recommendation, I think. You've got to have your room pitch black, ideally. Is it too hot? should be like on the cooler side so you sleep better there's all of these all it's, of these things that come into play then as well don't they it's, it's interesting to know the cooler side of things so I was listening to a really good podcast um, again with Matthew Walker from the book Why We Sleep and he was talking about that people's body temperatures correlate to when they start to feel sleepy and when they start to wake up so at nighttime, as your body temperature starts to cool down you start to feel more sleepy so you want a cool environment and then as the body temperature increases in the morning, that's when you start to wake up. And there's loads of studies on, or studies on certain tribes, and they found that was the biggest correlating factor to how it could help people sleep. So body, te- body temperature yeah. relates to room temperature is a key factor. So you don't want to go in a room where it's too hot. I, th- I found that fascinating. Oh, that's really interesting. It's always generally harder to sleep in the summer, isn't it, when it's hot? Exactly. Just rolling around, and especially in this country where we don't have fancy things like air conditioners and stuff, so we can't really do anything about it it's always harder but i think you also said that people may well know this having a a warm bath or or shower just Mm -hmm. before you go to bed it can really help uh, as well 
Exactly, because it actually raises your temperature and allows it to drop faster to bring the temperature down. That's why it's, it helps you sleep. So again, people yeah. who are struggling with sleep, have a bath or a shower, before, a hot shower before you go to bed because it, it, it raises the body temperature up and then starts to cool it down. Yeah, maybe oh, do... Wow. I've actually been doing this, me, me and Elizabeth, uh, my mm-hmm. wife, we've been doing the mindfulness app. I was a bit sceptical at first, but it's actually really helped because I, I can get to sleep okay, but I generally... I don't, God, I don't know, four o'clock in the morning, get blooming Paw Patrol song going around my head or something <laughs> ridiculous, like that, which I'm sure a lot of parents out there can relate to. So it just relaxes your mind and gets lets it release those stresses and thoughts for the day. And we re- we both find that we fall asleep much quicker. We generally fall asleep before the woman's finished talking. We do like a 10 minute uh, rela- deep dive sleep relaxation one and it, and it works really well. And I wake up in the early hours, less generally. Mm-hmm. When we've I, f- I find that too with podcasts. I listen to like an audio book or a podcast. And is like, it my voice? Yeah, it is. Always, you, always your voice. <laughs> this monotone voice that speaks like this. But no, it, it does help. And I find because some there's, I've been working late recently trying to get the website and the new membership site up and running. Shameless plug. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, but when I go to bed, when I finish like 10, 11 o'clock at night, my head's still buzzing with ideas. And I struggle, with, which is hard. So I try and find ways to switch off and do something completely different. Reading a book as well, like a non. Yeah, I do. That kind of helps a lot too. But we, we, We've talked about weight loss and just basic health, getting the sleep first. The sleep, in my opinion, my professional opinion, comes before exercise in that in that sense. And everyone goes to the exercise portion first, whereas no, basic life, basic human elements that you need without sleep, you can't survive. That's the fundamental side of things. Now we've got performance. Now, should sleep become or come before performance? You said you mentioned before we started the podcast on air. Who was the guy that does something similar I, to what I, I did? I don't know. I read this. Oh god, it was at least a couple of years ago. So I had a quick Google. I, there's no way I'm going to find it because I can't remember for the life of me who it was. But it was a coach in America. I think he was an NFL coach, and he used to when his players came in the morning, he'd check with them. I think he scored it on a one to five level <laughs> how they slept, anything less than a three, and they were doing a light day basically and mobility and stuff you had to keep it lighter obviously in the professional sports arena that's much more difficult because if you've got a game coming up doesn't matter whether you've slept well or not you're doing it but that's generally how he how he tried to organize it with his players well you see it like not just performance in sports but like say google and apple let's use them as examples too they have sleep pods i think barcelona were the first fc barcelona were the first pioneers of it as well with sleep but yeah. we know for a fact that if people don't sleep and get their prereqs at, I think, seven to nine hours, their high risk of injury, their performance rates are going to drop down. So they emphasize that ab- above anything else. They be, they, they're encouraging them to take naps during the day. Same with um, Google staff. They have sleep pods for people to take naps during the day. They actively encourage it. So it's it's should sleep become before exercise? Well, at the highest performance levels, you've got to continue exercising. But... I'd use that dial method as well. If you have had a poor night's sleep, dial it down a little bit. Switch out some of your workouts. Maybe your hard workout is due today, but switch it for an easy aerobic style workout or some mobility. Yeah, that's the thing. There are other things you can do. You don't just have to go and sit down and do nothing. You still go out for a walk. Getting out in the fresh air is nothing but good for you. You can do mobility. Yep, absolutely. But like the older you get, the more in more prone you get to injuries mm-hmm. and if you get injured in the gym or when you're training that's stupidity i'm sorry like you've got to learn to manage this better and start thinking about the bigger picture so again today i'm going for a light run. i was meant to do intervals today on my, on my run 
like I'm so going to do a nice easy cruise today because I didn't sleep well last night and just so I'm still doing something it's nice and easy but it's not going to potentially risk be put me at risk of injury or feeling worse off potentially uh, exactly exactly so I hope that's uh, helped some of you out there to answer that question because it is a question that we get uh, quite a lot so just analyze how well you've slept have you maybe have you not slept well because perhaps you've overtrained? That's another question. Have you trained too much? More often than not, the answer will be to prioritize sleep or at least prioritize a little bit of a lighter workout walk, some mobility, generally over exercise. And you said we're going to talk about this a little bit more in depth on our Insider podcast. Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to, one of the questions we get from people all the time, so again, if you don't know what WWS is, walk, water, sleep, and the triple seven rule, walk 7,000 steps to the, a, a day, drink seven glasses of water, sleep seven hours, that's a minimum. So the question we get asked all the time is, what do you do next? I'm hitting those, maybe my results are plateauing. How do I, what do I do next? What's the next levels? And that's what we're going to talk about and take a deep dive into that, the next stages of the WWS, which still remain the same, but you need to change things up. Put a little nose around and see what the inner circle is all about. Just go to my.strengthmatters.com to check it out. And yeah, it'd be cool to have you in there and see what else, the funky stuff that we do. There we go, my.strengthmatters.com and uh, get all your information there. Hopefully that was a fairly successful first episode of the fourth series. I hope so too. I was going to say, I was waiting for your response there. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking, about it. I was trying to think something witty, couldn't think of anything witty, still the same host, different, it's like a polished turkey, isn't it? Hopefully people, that's nice, hopefully <laughs> people like the new, uh, the new intros and stings. Sophia, can you edit out the bit about the bathroom? Le- less of that. Yeah, I hope you guys uh, enjoyed the new intros and, and outros and stuff and please do join us on the new Insider podcast as well. Uh, thank you. Pleasure having me here and it's exciting to see where this goes. Indeed. Thank you guys for listening. Until next time. Thank you for listening to the Fit Over 30 podcast with Josh Kennedy and James Breeze. If you love listening to these episodes, then please let somebody else know about this podcast. That's how you can help it grow. And the more it grows, the more free content we can bring to you. Also, if you'd like to learn more about how we help people over 30 with a more bespoke training solution, you can book in for a free consultation with us at strengthmatters.com forward slash call right now.